So, didn't catch the show on Saturday. Saturday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate show. Two, two, three, three, four. G'day, podcasters. A very good to have you here. And very good to have both of you. <laughs> both of them. Like, you've been changing the little things. <laughs> yeah, but just a tiny and I, thing. Patty, I don't know what to Freak do. Okay, I'm not going to change mine. Uh, we don't have no, to. No, I just forget. Because I actually don't remember what I say. It's just become like an automated... It's like breathing. Yeah. You go and then I go and then we talk something else. So when you change it... It, it's it like, panics. I, I don't have an automated response. Yeah, right. My okay. response to you is like a voicemail. <laughs> it is. It just, it's like you hit a button. It's like, good to have you here. Or both of them. So yeah. like when you go, oh, you're very good. I'm like, ah! I don't have an option for that. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to the Saturday pod. It's just us again. Yeah. Um, just your boys. Just us again. Hey, we need to tell you something pretty special, too, because so this podcast, obviously, it's gone up today or in real time. Today. It's gone up today. It yeah. up to. But the very next podcast to go up is a brand new one. And we encourage you to listen to it. It is called Born Funny. We are launching a new podcast. Uh, it is called Born, uh, Born Funny, Jim. It's Born, we, uh, it's Born called Funny. Born Funny. We only chat. Marty def- Sheargold's on there. How? <laughs> Who? Um, Carl Barron. Carl Barron. Cal Barron. I was about to say, Cal Wilson <laughs> has a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> it's just bad for, for Carl Wilson. Are you okay? <laughs> it's really thrown you this since I started. This is why can't I, I say, say Domino? Car. Car. Are you trying to say Carl or Cal? I'm trying to say Car. Or Car. Or Carp. Why can't I say. <laughs> Carl Wilson. Carl. Uh, yeah. No, but it's Cal Wilson. No, it's <laughs> yes, it is. Because the only person we follow on TikTok is. Yeah, Carl Wait, Barrett. <laughs> Carl. Cal Wilson is a, editing this this podcast. You're going to, have to beep out a few things. Kiwi. Oh. Cal Wilson is Carl a, Barron. Carl Thank Barron. Thank you. Carl Barron. Carl yes. Barron. Carl Barron. Cal, Cal Barron. Cal no, don't Wilson. say her name. Now I'm going to say Cal Barron. <laughs> <laughs> Cal. No, don't say her Carl? name. I don't want to. Well, she's on our new podcast, though. No, I'm doing the bit. Ball funny. <laughs> oh, you're still trying to make that I'm bit happen. To make that bit happen. <laughs> no, uh, right, move on. Cal Wilson is on Born Funny. Yes, and uh, if you don't know what Born Funny is, just click on it. It's the very next thing underneath yep. this. Uh, it'll be purple. It'll have a different picture. It'll say Born Funny. It's very it's hard new. to miss, really. It's essentially, Jim, you and I are catching up with the funniest people going around and coming to the conclusion of whether or not they were born funny. Uh, a lot of them weren't, and a lot of them are happy to admit that. They're telling stories about their oh, lives. Oh, great. You've spoiled it. And <laughs> no one's going to listen now. <laughs> oh, thanks, Nate. Well, I know the answer. They're all mine. Titanic sunk. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm here, half of those people have hair. So they've lied the entire time. Uh, but we put a lot of work in it, guys. So do yourself a favor. Listen to it. It's very good. First episode, Luke McGregor. Okay. I will say, and you'll hear it when the uh, if you listen to the other podcast, is we have put a lot of work into it. We didn't put mm. much work into the first one. Mm. Well, because we're f- figuring it out. Well, yeah, you'll hear the first one we did is Luke McGregor, and we did it two, three years ago. There's mm. a lot of COVID chat. Nathan and I were living in Tasmania. We were doing radio down there. Luke McGregor's in Tasmania. Yeah. Um, we couldn't even have him in the studio, though, because of COVID rules. So he was at home. Um, I think he talks about potentially never being able to do stand up again yeah. because of COVID. And never being able to go to New Zealand. Mm. And, well, borders open. Um, so, yeah, we, we did it two, three years ago because then that's sort of when Nate had the idea. And then it was on the back burner because we, we moved. We took on uh, national late nights, national weekends. We had a lot of stuff happening. But eventually we made it happen. Um, so, all the other episodes are much better. And this isn't a, re- a reflection on Luke McGregor. No, he's if anything, great. he's the only one who's good. Yeah. He's very funny, as always. Me and Nate just weren't sure of what we wanted the podcast to sort of sound like or be. So it's it's still great. It's I, I haven't listened to it. But from what I'm told, it's a, lo- it's a lot of laughs. Yeah, and Luke, is he's very, very funny. And he gives us a lot of raw and honest answers, which a lot of the, the funny people, a lot of the comedians do, which is what I love about it. The whole thing's a journey. Um, a lot so of comedians funny. raw dogging it. They are. They are all raw dogging it. Yeah. Love a good one. Well, you know I do. I know. That's, that's, how what gets you in, that's what gets you in trouble, man. No. Well, it doesn't get me in trouble. No, no, it doesn't. No, it does. <laughs> it's you in trouble because remember she's not... Messaging you back. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, you don't understand it. No, I do. I do. It's fine. I would message me back. Also, remember we got that feedback from a good friend of ours who listens to the podcast going, stop talking about Jimmy's dick and chlamydia. <laughs> no. No. And we always find our no, way no, back here. It wasn't the dick and chlamydia. It was about fingering my butthole. That was the feedback. Because <laughs> I was talking about getting a prostate exam. 
Was it the penis and chlamydia gear? It was the, yeah. <laughs> so he's fine with this gear. No, it wasn't him. It was his partner, Casey. Oh, yeah. so Josh loves it. Jo- Josh didn't care. Casey's yeah. like, I don't want to hear a bunch of people. And it was Kate as well. Producer. It wasn't like it was two dudes. It was like mm. three people really getting into the thought yeah. of me being <laughs> examined for a prostate exam. Yeah. And now it's two dudes talking about it. <laughs> Have you booked that in, by the way? Yeah, booked that in. No, we're just going to do it next time I go. I don't need to book it in. <laughs> when you say you're just going to do it, it's just like walking and go, whoa, you're in there, Doc. <laughs> Maybe turn uh, them lights down low. <laughs> Can I put a song on? <laughs> Light a candle at least, Doc. Uh, the kind of love we make, Luke uh, Combs. Yeah, can we get some Luke Combs on, please? Is that okay? <laughs> oh, those candles burning with the records turning again all night long. Actually, could I get Luke Combs one too many, if that's okay? <laughs> In reference to the fingers. <laughs> oh, Five, four, three, two, not... one, too many. <laughs> you gotta go with me, and now we're back here. Yeah, but we're here. Oh, anyway, go and listen one to too many. <laughs> No, just one's enough. <laughs> Go and listen to our new podcast. Oh, mate of ours told the story last night. Which one? Brogues. <laughs> about putting the thing in his penis. Oh, yeah. We can't. Do, we, let's save that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We can't. Oh, we yeah. can't do two. Anyway. Um, we should get him on to tell it. I love. He's probably the least chat out of all your mates. I love him. Yeah, but that'd be fun. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> listen to it. Brogues, you tell the story. Brogues is like. Nath, last night, uh, we, he announced uh, who his groomsmen were, so we went out to dinner. Uh, Nath and the four groomsmen. The four groomsmen. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a movie. Nath and the four groomsmen ride off into the sunset to save the world once again. I was thinking, can we do um, can we do hats? Well, I tried to do, as in groomsmen hats? Yes. No, I tried to do hats. Super fucking expensive. Oh. Really expensive. I mean, not that, I mean, obviously I don't spare any pennies on you guys. Love all of it. Uh, but they, Thanks for the hand, super dry. <laughs> Well, because I did what I did was personalised labels for each of you on your favourite beer, took the things off, uh, and then um, I will tell you a true story. Right? Yeah. So um, Nate does this last night. He gives us and the we, golf balls. We get a little package, right? And in the package is personalised our favourite beers. Mm. Our personalised. He's taking the labels off. He's put mm. custom labels on, asking us uh, to beer. Well, that's what, that's what yours said. Oh, did they, I didn't read the. Well, everyone had a different beer. Oh. Did they all have puns? No, you're the only one who had a pun. Oh, well, I mean, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, so we had beers. It was custom made. It was really nice. And then it was golf balls with our faces on. Really nice. And a good friend of ours, Tyson, mm. right? he, he's staying at mine this weekend because we've got your party. Mm. And so Ty sees it in the in the lounge room and he goes, wow, this look at this beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful yeah. and, and I went, it is. It's beautiful. Mm. And Tyson's having a look. So he grabs a beer first. Mm. And he goes, oh, Han, super dry. <laughs> well, that's what you're drinking at the moment. <laughs> no, it is. Because we were given a case for free. Oh, no, but you ordered one out yeah, the no, other I day. Did, I did order one. I, I do love you're trying to trim or something. Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm always trying to trim yeah. you that. Also, it's a nice green bottle. And um, then, and then, and Tyus is a fellow golfer. Mm. You, the other groomsmen aren't, right? So they no, didn't, they're not. No. They're not. But really, you're the only golfer. There's one who thinks he's a golfer, Pergo, yeah. but you're the only golfer. No, yeah. he's not. He thinks he's, he's not. So I'm the actual lady golfer. And then Tyus goes, oh, look at the face of the ball. And he turns around to Brosnan. And Tyus goes, is, Nate, is he all right? <laughs> he brought your heart super dry and some Brosnan. The hats are 50 bucks each. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Jim, how about this? Gen Z Aussies. Uh, that's not us. They're the ones even younger than us. I think we're millennials. I think um, you're a boomer. <laughs> I, I dress like a boomer and act like a boomer, but in real fact, I'm a millennial. Yeah. Producer Jared. Um, just told me. Uh, <laughs> Gen, Z, Gen Z Aussies entering the workplace are complaining that they don't understand a lot of the phrases their older colleagues are using around them. Uh, I feel this uh, because this happens all the time with my old man. He'll say things to me and I have no idea what he's talking about. I, I love your dad. <laughs> yeah. He's, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. No, I've, I've, <laughs> Are you going to tell me something? You're I've, in love with him. Me and your dad have been seeing each Big other. Big Mickey. <laughs> We're in the throes of passion. <laughs> Still using my phrase against me, speaking of phrases. Tonight, right over all hanging out, and if you see me and Mickey hook it up in the corner. Mate, he'll he'll pick you up and put you on a bench. I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we're joking. Australia. Obviously, we're joking. Or are we? Dad and not hooking up. We'll find out. Yes. Uh, 
We'll see how good tonight is. A survey found that one in five Aussie workers, so this is aged 18 to 24, that's what Gen Z are, uh, complain that they often have difficulty communicating effectively with their senior colleagues because they don't understand what they're talking about. Right, so here's, a, here's some of the phrases uh, that Gen Z are very confused about. Some of these I don't know, some of them I have heard before. So number one is flogging a dead horse. Uh, I say that. I know you do. I love that. You big boomer. <laughs> so we know what flogging a dead horse is. Yeah. Jim, you want to explain that one? Um, so you say you're doing something and uh, you're just not very good at it, but mm. you keep asking that person to keep doing it even though they're not good at it. Yeah. So And it's not going to change. It's not going to get any better. They're not actually going to do it. You're flogging a dead flogging horse. Flogging a dead horse. Yeah. Uh, rule of thumb. Rule of thumb is uh, it's just a... Je- General rule. It's a general rule. Um, so if you've got a rule, um, you know, that's it's not an official rule, but it's it's an unspoken rule. You go, well, it's just a rule of thumb. This one I don't really understand, and I kind of get the Gen Zs here. Uh, g- g- yeah, give it to me. I'll tell you if I know. Back to the salt mines. Back to the salt mines. Uh, don't is, make it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you've uh, you've gone to the work kitchen um, and you've heated your food up, yep. and then you've returned to your desk and you've gone, geez, I need some sauce or salt yep. or pepper. Are you making this up? And then you go back to the is kitchen you... and you go, boys, back to the salt mines. <laughs> it needs confu- a bit of flavour. <laughs> confusing the Gen Zs even more. This is not. I it's think that makes a lot, of, a lot of sense. Uh, take the bull bites horns. Oh, one of my favourites. You love this one. Yeah, so it's a challenge. You've got a challenge. This by the way, the salt mines one was incorrect. Yeah. Um, this one's legit. This one's legit. Um, you got a, you got a challenge in front of you. It seems like maybe it's too much or you can't do it, but you know what? You're going to have a crack at it. You're going to take the bulls by the horns. Cut the mustard. Oh, don't know that one. I don't know what that one is either. No, Producer sorry. Jay, I mean, you're, you're Gen Z. You've never heard of cut the mustard before. No idea what that one is? Absolutely no idea. Yeah, I didn't think. You probably don't know any of these ones that I've said. No, he's, he's looking at it with a blank face. Uh, let sleeping dogs lie. So, again, this is what the old, the boomers are I love are that saying. one. Yep. What does that one mean? Like? Uh, so, again, like, just leave something alone. Yeah, Just leave right, something okay. alone. Like, there's, there's a problem there that it's not really involving you. Just, mate, let sleeping dogs lie. Burn the midnight oil. Oh, I just put in big hours. This is just a list of some of my favourites. <laughs> I think, okay, there's, there's like all the generals say this, but also I grew up in the country. Yeah. So yeah. this is still very, like, heavily influenced by country. Sure. Uh, burning the midnight oil is, um, you know, you're up late, you're working real late, beyond your hours of work time. Oh, bloody man, I'm burning the midnight oil. Yeah. Or another one of my favourites, Nath. Bloody burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one, isn't it? I love I said that. that. A friend of ours, Tyson, is like, <laughs> yeah. Dan, this week I'm visiting, and I said to him, he goes, how are you, mate? And I literally, the first thing I said to him, I went, bloody man, I've been burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, and he said, well, Jim, back to the salt mines with you. <laughs> Okay, what I want to do, 131060 Australia, jump on the phones right now. What does an older person say to you and you have no idea what it means? Or you've it took you a while to figure out what it means. It could be your dad, it could be your boss, it could be your grandparent. 131060, jump on the phones. Uh, Jim, I'm glad you mentioned my dad because I've got a few of Big Mickey's classics that well, he uses. Can I also well. just, if you don't mind, I want sure. to throw out as well, 131060, yeah. are you an older person mm. who says something maybe really good. and your younger employees, Love younger that. friends go, I've got no idea what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, okay. So I love learning new phrases Both well. sides. Okay, yeah. so older people or younger people, if there's phrases that older people are saying around you, you have no idea what it means. Uh, you're the older person saying the phrase, you have no idea what it means. 13, 10, 60, $100 sole origin vouchers to give away. Uh, I'm, <laughs> this is one of my dad says as well, right? Yeah. So my big Mickey loves yeah. his phrases. He ain't sawing logs, he's clearing bush. <laughs> You know what I, that one means? I love, no, but I also, to be honest, I think your dad makes up a few. <laughs> no, he does. I'm not, I'm not, he just says things. Can you please tell, this is my favourite Mickey one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he didn't invent this one, but it is my favourite Mickey one. It's when uh, Nate's dad will, will text Nathan and I or tell us um, when the weather's... Oh, when it's windy. When it's very windy. <laughs> yeah, when it's windy, and it took me a while to figure out what this one meant. If it's windy, he'll call me, and I'll go, oh, because he works on boats, right? He, he works in the, the, the water. water. Yeah. So he'll call me, and he goes, mate, bloody blowing dogs off chains out here. <laughs> Bloody blowing dogs off chains, mate. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what, those dogs are well off the chains out here, mate. (laughs) That's what he loves. All right, we're going to do this next. 131060, what does an older person say to you? You've got no idea what it means. Or are you the person saying the phrase and no one understands you? The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Just ask the question, 131060, what does an older person say to you? You've got no idea what it means. Or are you the older person and you say the phrase? This is because uh, one in five Aussie workers, uh, normally the Gen Zers, aged 18 to 24, they're complaining that they have no idea what their older colleagues are saying when they use phrases like flogging a dead, uh, dead horse, uh, rule of thumb, back to the salt mines, one of our favourites, uh, or as my dad always says, blowing dogs off chains. You don't have the salt mines, do you? No, I've no idea what it means. The salt mines mean. Just doing a quick Google because we never actually provided the answer as to what it means. Resuming to work usually with some reluctance. 
Right, okay. So it's like, oh, my bloody back to the yeah. salt mines. As in, with my slave driver of a boss, even on Saturdays, it's back to the salt mines. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey. And on Saturdays, we're here oh, in the salt mines. The term uh, alludes to the Russian practice of pushing prisoners by sending them to work in the salt mines of Serbia. Fun definition, isn't it? <laughs> Doesn't feel like a really Australian saying now. No, it doesn't. We've stolen that you one. You snuck one in, did you? <laughs> Here's some of my favourite Russian sayings. Kim from Burley. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Uh, Kim, uh, what does the older person say to you, or are you the person saying the phrase? No, it's my 70-year-old mother that says it to my sister and myself. Wreck of the Hesperance. Yes, my nan says this. Reckon yeah. the hand sprints. I have no idea what it means, but she always... Sorry, I, mean, I actually don't know what Kim or you just said. Say it, say it again, Kim. Well, my sister and I changed it quite a lot because we never know, you know, we never knew what it meant. But the saying is wreck of the Hesperance. Wreck of, of the, the Hesperance. What's the, what's Hesperance? Yes, yeah, so it was a ship back in the day that I believe sank. Uh, and then we had always taken it as in someone is dishevelled, looking a bit quite off, and it's, yeah, they're the wreck of the Hesperance. So my nan, she's still, so Nanny Lynn, who we get on this show all the time, Kim, she will say it to me, I remember when I was little, if I ever slept over at her house and I woke up with, like, bed hair all over the place, she goes, oh, Nath, wreck of the Hesperance. And I go, what does that mean? <laughs> so, yes. so, I mean, Kim, so does your, your nan say this too, and you're kind of like, oh, nan, I put in a bit of work today. Oh, my mum's my mum's into that position now. But yeah, my husband's upgraded and now just says I look like uh, Leo the Lion when I wake up. <laughs> it's not as catchy. Not as catchy. Doesn't work as well. Uh, thank you, Kim. Uh, Georgia from Tassie. Hi, Georgia. Hi. Georgia, what does the older person say to you? You've got no idea what it means. My stepdad started saying to us, "Oh, I'm going to put that in my bread basket." <laughs> ah, great. That is. Okay. Yeah. And Georgia, do you understand what that means? Well, being in a house full of girls and my stepdad being the only man, we were definitely a bit confused by that one. Yeah. I think it means you like something, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I'm just guessing, Georgia. Yeah, it means he's going to eat something and put it in his bread basket in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it's going straight in my basket. Oh, that one's going in my basket. <laughs> uh, thank you, Georgia. Uh, Adam from Pran. Hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, what does the older person say to you or are you the person saying the phrase? Uh, no, older person, uh, older colleague says, oh, that's a fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate, and I've got no idea what it means. You work with Kevin Rudd, do you, Adam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still don't know, I don't know what it meant in 2007, and I still don't know what it means now. <laughs> very good, very good. I think anyone does that. Uh, I still don't know what it means. Love sauce, though. Mm. Uh, Brooke from Brizzy. Hi, Brooke. Hi, how are you guys this morning? Good, good you're going all right, Brooke? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. What does the older person say to you, Brooke? Uh, I was meeting my friend's auntie for the first time, and she's from the country. Mm. And I was like, hi, how are you? And she said, oh, yeah, but how's your father? And I said, <laughs> oh, you know my dad? <laughs> you missed it there, Australia, Brooke. Uh, the saying was, uh, how's your father? Which is, yeah, it's like, I was like, what? It, I, I'm pretty sure, Brooke, it means neither here nor there. That's what I that's what I thought. Like she was explaining it that oh, I'm I'm feeling a bit average. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how's your father? Yeah. Oh, Brooke, how is your father though? <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Uh, Nathan, what I ask now on thirteen ten sixty, uh, what do you have too much of and you wish you could get rid of it? Oh yeah. So maybe we'll have it help. Maybe we could do like some sort of like um We'll just take it from you. No, like a buy swap sell. You know what I mean? Someone's got a lot of Oh yeah, fair someone enough. else is like, Oh, I can take that off your hands. Yeah. I love Blah. Someone's got like a lot of money and people have got lots of houses. <laughs> and Jimmy knows to take them, take them <laughs> we'll off. We'll take yeah. both, yeah. Uh, this is after um, hundreds of pounds of pasta was uh, found. Hey, hundreds of pounds of pasta. Hundreds of pounds of pasta was found in an f- Italian restaurant. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> was found in your belly, Nate. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, the big fella loves the pasta. <laughs> I love a meal, Riccatone. pasta, put it in, in your butt. butt. Uh, this is over in America. Um, uh, hundreds of pounds of pasta. <laughs> That's fun to say. hundred pounds of pasta. A hundred pounds of pasta oh. uh, was found mysteriously dumped in a, in a forest. Um, oh. Got a photo here for you. Just, just pasta in a forest. Where's that? In America. In America. Oh, New, in New Jersey. Squirrels and carbloading. In oh, New Jersey. New I'm, Jersey. I'm walking here. I'm dumping pasta I'm, here. I'm eating my rigatoni <laughs> here. In the bushes. <laughs> I'm in the bushes eating my rigatoni. My Neapolitan sauce. I got some fettuccine <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> Very good. Thank yeah, you. Very Literation's good. fun. Yeah, I love that. Very good. 
Um, not sure. Not sure why. Um, mm. It was found in the forest and all these people went, hey, what's mm. going on here? Um, Got some bacchini in the bush. Thanks, mate. Bacchini's a cheese, isn't it? Chicken, I think. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> It's still, it's got the it's still, it's still, sound. It's, it's nice. fun. It's yeah. nice. I like it. Um, so it was cleaned up because uh, mm-hmm. they didn't want to leave it there because it could attract bears. Oh, you don't want bears. Oh, so you know what bears love? Oh, mate, they love their pasta. They, they love, love their pasta. They love a carb load. Carb load. What do they do? Hibernate. That's what they do, mate. It's not a joke. No, no, if no. you've got pasta, <laughs> bears will come into your house. <laughs> if you're cooking a bowl of spag bowl, you know when you look cook, out. You, know you cook pasta right, and you don't know how mm. much you're going to cook right, because sure. you just throw it into the boiling water and you just hope for the best. Mm. Don't cook too much because that does attract bears. The bears will come. Bears Even will come. if you're in a metropolitan in the city, area. they'll be like everywhere. Oh, I'm a bear. Yeah, you got a pasta. People in, there? in Melbourne don't think you're safe. Yeah, from the bears. Nathan and I will drop a bear. <laughs> we'll drop bears. <laughs> drop bears into Melbourne. <laughs> they'll be in there, and we'll they'll come to your door, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, you're doing a cabanara in there. They'll be like, you got. You'd be like, oh, you here for the honey? No, bears love pasta. <laughs> yeah, and I'm it. over that generalization that yeah. we like honey. We actually don't. Yeah, Nathan and I actually. I'm sorry to do this here, Australia. Nathan and I are actually two bears. Yeah, we've been posing as humans. We've been shaving ourselves. Oh, it's a bloody bear the whole time. We've always been bears. I know. We infiltrated. <laughs> you ever think you'd find out two bears doing a radio show? You idiots! You idiots! <laughs> you let us in here. They won't kick us out because no. we're bears. Yeah. And what have we been eating? Pasta! Pasta! Anyway, what was I doing? Glad, glad we got that we out got that coming. Oh, yeah, anyway, back in America. Mm. So New Jersey, someone's dumped a bunch of pasta. No one has any ideas, idea why. Uh, authorities cleaned it up. It was about 15 wheelbarrows full of pasta. <laughs> that is so much. That's it, 15 wheelbarrows. Because I know Australians are listening going, mate, Jim, we're bloody pounds. I don't know about that, mate. Mate, bloody put her in wheelbarrow terms and we'll bloody understand. We'll understand. We've all been on the end of a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Sorry? <laughs> No, you know that fun game you played as a kid where oh. someone ran on their arms yeah, and had to drag yeah, the leg? Yeah, one of the great the games. Wheelbarrows. Yeah, I love that game. Right behind the uh, the sack sack race. Or the sack whack. <laughs> That's not a game. <laughs> That's not funny, mate. It's not funny. It hurts. Hurts. Hurt. Um, she got big bear claws. Because they throw bears. <laughs> we're bears. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Um, 13, 10, 60. No one's going to call for this because we went really off track. Uh, 13, 10, 60. Uh, what do you have too much of? It could be anything. 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 Like you got, I don't know, you've you've collected something over the years at home and you've just gone, oh, I've got too much of this. I, I wish I could get rid of this. Yeah, it can be someone anything. someone obviously had too much pasta and just went, I'm dumping it in the woods. Yeah, I've got I've got something, to, mm-hmm. an example. I have way too much whiskey. I hate whiskey. Yeah. So a lot of people, for some reason, they think it's a good present to give to somebody when you don't know what to get them. Oh, no, the love is whiskey. I hate whiskey. <laughs> And I have like liters of whiskey. I've started regifting it. Yeah, no, that's smart. So much whiskey. I don't want to tell you what I got for your thirtieth. If it's bloody whiskey, pasta. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Wherever you are, the boys are always with you. Not in a creepy way, of course. Or maybe, of course. I uh, know. Just ask thirteen ten sixty. What do you have too much of, and you wish you could get rid of it? Uh, this is after a story has come to us from America. Um, <laughs> I want to live in America. Uh, oh, I want to <laughs> live in America. Oh, I just want to be in a musical. Um, uh, yeah, there's a, a story where someone dumped um, about 15 wheelbarrows of pasta in a forest. Yeah. Yes. Uh, some <laughs> fettuccine in the forest. Oh, spag ball in the bush. <laughs> what was it? No, you had another one. Um, Bocconcini in the bush. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Um, no Linguini amongst the leaves. Leave Queenie. Leave Queenie alone. (laughs) Ah, yeah. So we are asking 30 to 60, what do you have too much of? Because obviously someone over there had too much pasta and just went, I'll dump it in the forest. Jared from Surfers Paradise, what do you have too much of, Jared? Ahoy, hoy, boys. How are we this morning? Good, Jay. You going all right, buddy? I'm awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, thanks, Jared. Really appreciate it. Thanks for calling through. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Maddie, Victoria. (laughs) What do you have too much of, Jared? So it's not me personally, but it's my mother, and it's uh, way too much Tupperware in the cupboard. Oh, that heaps when we That when we have to uh, like empty the dishwasher, I just open the door, throw it in, and hope for the best. <laughs> Jared, do they all have lids? Because I, I find when people have a lot of Tupperware, my mum has the same, not all of them have lids. So are some of them kind of just either lids or, or bottoms? Probably about 60% still with lids. <laughs> 
it yeah, always happens. Same thing with my mum. It's like, throw out the 40 that don't. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'm, I might find it. Yeah, you never know. And, and one of the other lids might fit. They never do. No. Uh, Maddie from Victoria. Hi, Maddie. Hi, everyone. <laughs> That's oh. nice. Morning. Hello, hello, everyone. I mean, Maddie, you do have Australia. Is there a message you'd like to deliver? Oh, not really. But I do have too many <laughs> odd pairs of socks. Too many? Yeah, I'm the same Why as you well. you throw them out there, Maddie? I feel like it's an everyone thing. No, but, like, you don't know if you'll find it later. <laughs> See, Maddie, I don't even bother trying to find it. it. I, do, do you just I have wear a them? whole tub of just odd socks. No, I don't because, like... OCDs. I, I don't want to wear odd M- pairs of socks. Mads, Mads, I can't. I can't wear. If I wore odd pairs of socks, I'd have so much anxiety for the whole day. Crazy all day. Yeah. Imagine. So I'm, what are like, you doing with these odd socks? Because I'll be honest, I just get rid of mine. In a tub in the laundry, like, and it's like five people's worth of odd pairs of socks, and I'm sick of it. And they're probably all in each other's room. <laughs> but it just like we need to have a sock day where we all just like grab all our socks, yeah. dump them in the like living room or something. And fish him out. But, like, who has time for that? Yeah, who has time for a sock day? It doesn't sound that fun. Let's go to Maddie. <laughs> Let's go to Maddie's house, open a bottle of red and have a sock day, everybody. Uh, Johnny from Kelvin Grove. Hi, Johnny. Morning, boys. How are you? Good, mate. Good, mate. Uh, what do you have too much of? Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. How much, how much tequila you got, Johnny? I've got about 15 bottles, bro. Now, Johnny, do you like tequila or is this like me and whiskey where people just keep giving to it or do you actually drink tequila? Me and you both, bro. Yeah, oh, right. So you don't like tequila, Johnny? At first I did and then, yeah, the, the gifts keep flowing and I got sick of it. <laughs> no more. Do you re-gift it, Johnny? Do you re-gift it? Yes, I sure do. Yeah. yeah good. Well, Johnny, I mean, Nath's celebrating his 30th tonight if you want to give him a bottle well, of tequila. Well, actually, just quickly, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, in, yep. do yep. you do you like whiskey? <laughs> no. Oh, <damn. laughs> I was hoping for a swap. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm so serious here. No. I hate that too. Uh, Caleb from Cool and Gatta. Hello, Caleb. Top of the morning to you, boys. Hope we're having a good time. Uh, mate, we certainly are. You having a good time, Caleb? Oh, you know, sort of, kind of. Yeah. Um, just a bit of a pickle I'm in at the moment. I've um, got too much hand sanitizer. Oh. So, mm, bit of a backstory. Back yeah. Um, so pre-COVID, well, during COVID, we've ordered lots and lots of sanitizer. You couldn't get it there for a while. And then a couple of months ago, we had two back orders come through, and I've got two pallets of hand sanitizer sitting in front of me in the warehouse as we speak. And, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Caleb, would you take some whiskey for some hand sanitizer? Hey, that's a pretty darn good trade. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nick Show Podcast. Jim, something pretty exciting happening this weekend. 6 p.m. tomorrow night, you and I, we are launching this. Born Funny with Jimmy and Nate. Fresh, funny and free. It's a brand new podcast, guys. Brand new podcast. Uh, you can get it where you get the Jimmy and A podcast uh, on the listener app. Just search the Jimmy and A show. Uh, search Born Funny. It will be there. Uh, essentially what it is, Jim, it's something that you and I have been working for for a while. Uh, it's you and I catching up with some of the funniest people going around to figure out whether or not they're in fact born funny or if they picked it up along the way. Yeah, some of the, uh, some of the guests that are going to be on this season... Uh, Luke McGregor's the first one. We'll chat about that in a sec. But uh, we've got the Auntie Donna boys. Yeah. Very funny. Hilarious. Uh, Geraldine Hickey. Uh, we chatted to what? We chatted to 10, 11 I think we've got 11. Groups. 11. 11. Yeah. Um, Geraldine Hickey has the most crazy story. Yeah. We can't give it away because it's also going to be one of those ones that we'll use to get downloads. Yeah, it was it was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we friend of the show, Jen Fricker. Yeah, um, she's hilarious. Uh, definitely, I don't want to spoil it. Definitely not born funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, a lot of them we realise because a lot of people have been speaking to about these podcasts. They're like, oh, what if at the end? Because at the end, we we come to a consensus whether or not that person was born funny or not. And they're like, oh, are they offended when they're when they they're not born funny? I'm like, no, no. A lot of the time, as they're telling the story, they realize oh hell i wasn't born funny yeah um dave hughes yeah Hughesy hughes um that's a tough listen it's been <laughs> uh, says that in it he's, he's been battling bullied a lot yeah um <laughs> when he was younger even into his older age yeah sorry Hughes, you're a bit older now yeah i love you um but yeah look it's a lot of fun it's a little confusing because i know you're probably like we've had some messages already on instagram going i'm typing in born funny and i can't find it yeah uh, it will sit on the same podcast feed as our radio show sure 
So if you type in Jimmy and Nath, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Listener App, wherever you get it, um, that'll that'll be a radio show. It'll say the Jimmy and Nath show. Um, subscribe to that. So it'll have our radio, but then every Sunday, 6 p.m. each week, a new episode will drop with another funny person. The best way to remember this is just head to our Instagram at Jimmy Nath. Give that a follow. All the updates will be on there. Uh, in- no, you're so, that's so much better than what I said, Nath. I'm so sorry. Well, no, but you're- it's easier. At Jimmy Nath Instagram. It'll all be there. Yeah. It'll tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, the links will be there. You actually just click on a link. You yeah. know what? You don't even have to subscribe. I mean, do. No, no, do nice. subscribe. Yeah, we like that too. But we will put links up to the episode with the person. If we want the podcast to keep going, we need you to subscribe. Yes. Uh, so do that. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. Jim, uh, we mentioned it before. Episode one of Born Funny, Luke McGregor. Very, very funny bloke. Uh, here is a little bit of what you're going to get from uh, episode one of Born Funny with Jimmy Nath, uh, starring Luke McGregor. Leaving uni, first job. I mean, were you at, I read you were working at, were you working at Centrelink at one point, Luke? Yeah, I was working in the... I think it was called the Dead Investigation Department. Um, and thank God I didn't have to ring anyone. I was I was um, more data entry, but I had friends who had to call people and say, "Hey, so you owe us eighty thousand dollars." <laughs> Surely it's not your don't fault. Be, it's a bit of an don't, accident. Don't be worried. You can you can pay it back one dollar a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of things before he realised it was funny. I can tell you now, Luke McGregor, not born funny. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a great man, though. And again, I just really want to preference that I'm really incredibly proud of this. This is Nath's idea, Australia. I'm, I'm so um, humble that Nath invited me. He had to. It's a contract. I had to. Um, <laughs> it's a legal thing. <laughs> but the episode with Luke McGregor was like recorded three years ago. Yeah. It was, we had the idea then. We've recently, in the last month, had, as Nath said, 10, 11 chats. So go easy on us, because this is three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we still wanted to put it out there because it was such a fun chat and it, and, and, it, and it started this idea. 100%. Okay, so make sure uh, head to the Jimmy Nath Instagram. Give it a follow. All your updates. Born Funny launches 6 p.m. tomorrow night, guys. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Australia, it's Jimmy here. Hey, guys, how are you? Um, I want to ask now, it's a, it's a very simple question. We're just looking for your most outlandish stories. Yep. You know, your fireplace stories. Mm. You know, a few beers at the bar stories. Oh, oh all the lovely um, stories. Sitting at a wedding story. Yeah. You know, the, the story that you have up your sleeve that you know is a bit outlandish. It's a bit over the top. It's true. It's mm. a true story. But when you're telling it, you're going to get reactions like, you know, like, <gasps> no. You're kidding me. That, no, no. No way. No way. No. no. Show me Mate, photos. Show, yeah. Photo didn't happen. <gasps> oh, my God. Look at this. <gasps> You've got a photo. What the hell? I've got a video. Whoa. Oh. Yes, because look, at the end of the day, um, if you've been listening, because we've been doing this weekend breakfast show for uh, over a year now, yeah. a year and a bit, mm-hmm. but we ask a lot of questions on this show. I mean, already this morning we've asked, what does the older person say to you and what does it mean? Uh, we asked, what have you had too much of? Yeah. But really at the end of the day, Australia, all Nathan and I are looking for is, is cook stories. Yeah. The most outlandish stuff, you know, in the big stuff. So we've decided to launch something special to celebrate cooked stories. 131060, give us your most cooked story because we want you to be a part of Jimmy and Nace Cooked Compendium. Australia, we're on the hunt for your most hectic sesh story. The most shocking party tale. The most fully sick yard. Call 131060 now to join Jimmy and Nate's Cooked Compendium. Now, Australia, this can be a story that's happened to you or a story that's happened to somebody you know. Whatever it is, 131060, jump on the phones right now with your cook stories. The best cook story or the most cook, cook story, story. <laughs> is going to score themselves a $200 Athlete's foot voucher. You know what we want to show? We want those outlandish stories, the stories that you know you just can't believe happened. And as Nate said, it doesn't have to be your story. Mm. These these stories are just about the grand nature of them, the yep. cook nature of them. It could be a story of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Yes, it could be a, a long-lost family story. It, it, it could have happened yesterday. It could have happened 10, 20, mm. it could have happened 50 years ago. Yep. As long as the story is good and as long as the story is cooked, that's all it takes. Look, uh, sometimes in the past we've had things like Serious injuries, mm. crazy injuries, uh, weird coincidences, spooky stuff. There are no rules. I mean, it's got to be radio friendly, but there are no yeah, rules. We, and look, our, our producing team, which is just Jared today, yep. uh, he will help you craft it in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not. You, we can make it PG for radio. 131060 Australia, we want your most cooked stories. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast.
It is the Jimmy and A show right around the country. Welcome, everybody. And we've just asked 131060. We want your most cooked stories to be a part of Jimmy and A's cooked compendium. Australia, we're on the hunt for your most hectic sesh stories. The most shocking party tale. The most fully sick yard. Call 131060 now to join Jimmy and Nate's Cooked Compendium. Yes, Australia 131060 is the number. Cook stories are what we're after. Um, we'll be honest with you, Australia. Every time Nathan and I do a radio show, whether it's Monday to Friday at the moment with Abby Chatfield, 7 to 9, yeah. Saturday and Sunday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., we're really just looking for really outlandish cook stories. This is what we search for. We ask other things, but sometimes we're like, you know what? Screw all this muck around. Let's just ask it directly. Cook stories. Cut That's- out the middleman. Uh, so we're going to chat to some people and uh, get their cook stories. And Nathan. But as Big Kev said, I'm excited. I'm very, I'm always excited and nervous. Sometimes I'm nervous mm. for these as well. Uh, Rowan from Townsville. Hi, Ro. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. You got a cook story for us. Yeah, cook that involves one of um, one of the two of you that I'm speaking to today on the radio. It involves one of us. It involves one of us. It does. Long before he was Jimmy, he was a young, you know, whippersnapper from Gundawindi called James Smith. He was up in Townsville on holidays visiting me and my family. Yeah, and no. We're doing, a bit of a, we're doing a bit of a sort of a sand sandcastle fight, or fight on the beach, throwing sands around, making sandcastle, that sort of stuff. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what, right? What, what, I, don't remember, I mean, do you know who this is? So, okay, so Australia, you could, I'm going to have to put everyone on pause for a sec. Nath, you know how I tell the story about Colleen and Dooley? Yeah, this is their son. Oh, this is Colleen and Dooley's this, son. This is Colleen knitting needle in the breast. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Correct, so- Row. Anyway, that is. I mean, I'm glad that's what she's known for around the country. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've told, I told that story the other night yeah, on the yeah. show. Oh so, oh, so this is the story. No, I don't know. What, what story what, are you telling, bro? What happened on the beach? This, this is an unrelated story. Uh, me and my mate, we're on the beach. My mum's got this new kid in town. We thought, oh, we'll see what he's made of. Uh, probably eight or nine. So we make a sandcastle. But out, we just covered a rock with sand, with a very thin layer of sand. Mm. And we went over and kicked Jimmy's sandcastle over, knowing he would come back and retaliate. And so he's come back and lined up like a... Um, NRL goalkeeper put the boot into our sandcastle and it's just cost him a few broken toes, I think, in the end. Oh, I mean, funny but nasty. (laughs) I mean, they knew me. They knew me quite well. I remember, yeah, right. You, you. They covered the rock and they've like broken mine because I'm an angry person. Mm. And so I went back and I thought, you're going to kick my sandcastle. I kick yours. Yeah, it was a few broken toes. Yeah, hook, line, and sinker. They rode. Got him a beauty. (laughs) It did. To be fair, I got him back years later talking about his mother saying she put a knitting needle in her breast. <laughs> Marcelo from Ferntree Gully, you got a cook story for us, Marcelo? Yes, buddy. Uh, when I was 14, 15, uh, my dad used to cook a lot of lasagna. And at this point, he cooked two massive lasagnas with um, dog mince meat in it. What? So, yeah, so the dog had lasagna for the like probably three months. So, so this for the this was for the dog. Yeah, for the dog. So in the freezer, I used to keep normal mincemeat for us and mincemeat for dogs. Right, which has got a little bit of bone and other stuff in it. So, so did you eat then, the did you eat the dog lasagna? Well, no. My older brother tasted it and then he spat it out. So we all, me and my other brother, spat it out on the table and. And grabbed a two litre cake and sculled it, and ended up getting ended up getting McDonald's that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah you re- really. I mean, not your fault. I mean, really, why are we making the dog lasagna? Why do they need a lasagna? <laughs> Put it in a bowl. Uh, Nicole- Just give them the mints. <laughs> they don't need that. They don't care. Oh. Uh, Nicole from Victoria. Hi, Nick. Hi. How you going? Good. We're looking for a cook story. What do you got? Well, I had a car accident due to bees. Did you, did you say bees? Bees, yeah. Oh, go. what happened? Well, I was driving and the hive must have been relocating or something, but I drove through a swarm and my husband's window was down and he's like, don't freak out, Nick, but they're bees. They're coming into the car. He's jumped out onto the nature strip while the car's still moving, rolling around, getting the bees off of him. 
I'm thinking, how am I going to get out of this car without getting stung? So I opened my door, and as I opened my door, a car's driven past and taken the door out of my hand. Oh. So, Nicole, my favourite thing about this whole thing is that your husband's like, don't freak out. Then he jumps out of a moving car and rolls around on a medium Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. freak out, though. Babe, babe, don't freak, freak out. out. I'm going to jump out of a moving <laughs> And he's like, see ya. <laughs> so, so you were, was this all happening as you're driving and then you just jump out of the car and because you're in the middle of the road, another car just takes your yeah. door off? Yes. Jeez. Yes. And I, I mean, the story was so unbelievable. I had to show everyone the dead um, bees that were left in my cup holder and in my boot and in all the parts. So. so what did you do? Did you just leave your car there until the swarm had gone or? Well, they were moving past. So whatever came in my car sort of died and the others just kept jogging on. Jogging on. Jogging on. <laughs> Don't mind us, guys. Just going for a morning jog. Just looking for some honey. <laughs> that definitely qualifies. Well done, Nicole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> second only to Jimmy kicking a sandcastle. Uh, da- <laughs> Damien from Griffith. Hi, Damo. G'day. How you going, brother? Yeah, good, mate. You got a cook story for us? I do. It was Mad Monday, um, Rugby League. We um, got beat. So um, we decided to have our Mad Monday. And um, as you do, you, you have a few bevies. Mm. And... Um, we all got um, pretty, pretty uh, tanked at the local club, and um, we're having a good night. I was dressed as Shrek. Um, <laughs> a lot of the mates were dressed as women, and um, yeah. uh, Zorro, and um, Jesus, and there was a lot of really, really good people there, um, just, you know, characters, and um, yeah. I, I was dressed up as Shrek. I had the whole kit on, and um, I decided, um, we're outside playing lawn bowls, and there was a toilet outside, and I was busting out of the toilet, and I couldn't make it inside the club, so I ran into the little toilet outside. And um, I, yeah, I, I sat on the seat and uh, proceeded to do what you know what. And um, yeah, when I finished, I jumped up and thought everything was fine and dandy. But I didn't know the whole time that the um, my uh, big leather Shrek uh, belt was sitting in the toilet. And um, I pulled the trousers up. And I'm walking around with my mates and they're going, what's that smell? And I'm walking around and they're looking at me and, they're, and I'm following them and they're going, mate, you stink. And I went, what? And they t- turn around. So I did and there was just, there was crap everywhere. And and actually it was all over my hands and, the, and my beer can. So um, <laughs> um, I, was at, I didn't even realise and I fell asleep in the toilet and my, my 15-year-old son had to come and get me. <laughs> get out of my swamp, am I right, Damo? <laughs> The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, if you're watching TV at the moment, maybe you've got Sunrise on, you'll see Big Koshy. Big Koshy, he's over. He's over in London for the King's coronation well, at the moment. He's honestly behind you right now. He's on the screen. Look at yep. him. Look at him. Loving it over there, out the front of the palace or wherever he's. I don't know where we've, he is. You know, King's coronation, we've seen our king. <laughs> Yeah, we're King Kosh. King Kosh. We've said King Kosh over there. Uh, so he's over there for the moment. Uh, and recently, um, the internet's having a bit of a fun time because Koshi the other day was doing a live cross uh, back to Nat Barr and Shervo in the studio. And he flipped the bird. He flipped the bird to him live on the air after they paid him out for what he was wearing. Uh, here's the moment that he flipped the bird. Koshi, looking good. Uncle Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> So he was wearing like one of those Peaky Blinders hats and Nat Barr might have called him old looking yeah. uh, and St. Kosh's like, well, I'm not copping that. Flip the bird on live national television. Yeah, if you did miss it, I'll, uh, I'll chuck it up on the socials at Jimmy and Nate so you can uh, have a look. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't call Koshy old when he's over there. Well, I mean, he is. <laughs> can imagine listening going, flipping off to the radio oh, right now. Oh, Jimmy and Nate, I'm not old. <laughs> Go port. So... <laughs> Oh, the power. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do, 131060, jump on the phones right now. Australia, who would you like to give what I'm calling an on-air bird to? Winding her up. <laughs> and uh, I've got a few options here. So Audio Bones has made a few versions of the on-air bird. Uh, the on-air okay. rude finger, right? So that yeah. was the first one. Who do you want to give the on-air bird to? Winding her up. <laughs> I, think we, I think we just go with like a bird. like a Or this one, on-air bird. It nah. just kind of sounds like... What else you got? Gosh, that, well, that's all I've got. Oh. <laughs> on air bird. <laughs> no, nah, I think like a bird sound You effect. want like a bird noise. Because okay. the thing for me is like when you give someone a bird, right, you know, mm. it's quite aggressive. True. So yeah. I, I kind of like the idea of people calling us up, getting really angry about something, like who you want to give the bird to, what do they do? But then we go, twiddly. 
How about that one? Perfect. Perfect. The on-air like bird. Okay. So what, what's making you angry at the moment? Okay. Who do you want to give it to? Making me mad at the moment is, and this happened to us last night, when you've got to wait really long for a table and they forget that you're on the waiting list because they don't write it down. Yep. So to the maitre d' who made us wait and then forgot and see the people before us, here's your on-air bird. See? Amazing. You like that? Yeah. And I don't want to tell Audio Bones how to do his job. <laughs> That's right. We've, Nathan and I do our best work on air. This is live. We There's figure it out. Conversation. All right, I'm going to continue that, Nathan, because yeah, we went yeah. out for dinner last night, right? Mm. So we had to wait for a table forever. Yep. They forgot about it. Mm. Then the, there was five of us. Yep. Four meals came out. We ordered five oh, of the same thing, yes. chicken sizzles. Mine didn't come out. Yeah. Like, and they'd forgotten about it. So then we had to wait. Then we ordered some beers. They were just taking forever to get the beers. They were mm-hmm. like, no service at the table. Then at the end, of, that's not why I'm angry. At the end of the night, oh, we went yeah. to pay, and they went, do you want to do a tip? And so I went, no, no, all good. And she's like, why? What was wrong with it? And I was like, I don't want to. So the lady last night asked for a tip. I'm giving you an on-air bird. You're going to have the tip of this finger. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, no, that's a bit much. Hey, on-air bird. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a present, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're so, yeah, you should be so lucky. Oh, <laughs> you wish you could have these fingers. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, Australia, jump on the phones right now. Who do you want to give an on-air bird to? Who do you want to flip the bird to? For whatever reason it is, jump on the phones right now and we are letting you provide an on-air bird right around the country. Whatever it is. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Jimmy and Nate Show, and if you missed it, the King's Coronation's on at the moment. Big Koshy's over there and he flipped the bird. He flipped the bird uh, to Nat Barr and Shervo back in the studio after they called him old for wearing one of those old granddad hats. But, I mean, come on, Kosh. Yeah, what it's, a, it's a very uh, uh, unaggressive um, bird. Yeah, um, you can see it's on the socials at Jimmy and Ath. Um, he he flips the bird, but his face is like, yeah, oh, I'm in trouble for this one. <laughs> it's like he knows that yeah. naughty, naughty Koshy. It's like when a dog does something and you get home and you go, "Did you do this?" Yeah. I'm the worst. You know this, Jim, and you pay me out about this all the time. I'm the worst at flipping the bird because I've got like the ugliest looking fingers. Yeah, you have. Um, They're like chipolatas. They're like big. We've fat done fingers. this on the. We've done this on the show. Nate's part of the Fat Finger Fraternity. Yes. Um, you get it from your old man, and a lot of people are. So, well, if you are part of the Fat Finger Fraternity, we'd love to welcome you anytime. Yep, you're, you're welcome to join Nate's fraternity. Uh, he has short, chubby fingers. Yep. Um, and when he flips people off, like because his hands are quite chubby as well. Mm. It, it just—it's not nice, and it's certainly not threatening. Uh, if anything, it makes the people just laugh at me, so, and I'm even more mad. Yeah, this this one guy like cut us off once. This is with me, Nathan, my ex ex mm. Courtney, and we're in the car together. This guy cut us off, and um, and so, but he was like super angry. He cut us off, and like yeah. me and Courtney in the front, we're like, what the hell, man? And then Nath like leans forward to like flip him off and he's looking at us and Nath flips him off and he sees Nath flipping him off and then he just starts laughing. And I was so bad. <laughs> I was so bad. I was like, I don't have an effective flip off. Uh, uh, so we're asking Australia 131060, who do you want to give the on-air bird to? The on-air bird, whoever it is, 131060, Nikita from Brizzy. Hi, Nikita. Hi, how are you? Good, Nikita. Who would you like to uh, give the on-air bird to? I'd like to give the bird to some of my colleagues. Okay, oh, some, some of. Do you want to name them, Nikita? No, I actually don't know their names. To oh, be honest, so even better. Keep it at that. Not <laughs> worth it. What? What for, Nikita? Um, I got called out for work to cover them. Oh, that sucks. So you had to work on a Saturday morning, did you, Nikita? No, uh, it was last night. Oh. Yes. Well, and do, and they're probably just chucking a sickie, weren't they, Nikita? Oh, they decided not to do the rest of their duty. Oh, not good. Okay, Nikita, you ready for the on-air bird? I'll give you a sound effect. You wind it up for me, okay? You ready? Wind that finger up in in three, two, one, go! Hi. um, I'd like to give the bird to some of my colleagues. I got called out for work last night um, with the minimum notice. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't happy. And then... um, I actually ran into them when they were leaving. Oh, <laughs> you you ran into them when they were leaving? Yeah. What so, were they doing? Oh, they just had a really dirty look on their face and I had a salty look. <laughs> well, you flipped them the on-air bird yes. now, Nikita, so yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, Jay- They'll never do it again. <laughs> Jason from Toowoomba. Jace, who do you want to flip the on-air bird to? Um, I want to flip the on-air bird to Link Tolls, who managed the... Tolls on the highways in Queensland. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Give him the bird. Give him the bird, Jason. Give him the bird. Why do you want to do it, Jace? Ah, uh, well, who schedules maintenance on a weekend? I can't pay for my tolls. <laughs> now I'll forget, and they'll charge me 50 bucks. Yes. Flip him the bird, Jason. Links. What are you doing? Are you flipping him the bird, Jace? 
we're driving through one now. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. As he gets done for speeding and he's flipping them the bird. Ah, well, they're doing maintenance. Uh, Jess from Victoria Point, who do you want to flip the on-air bird to, Jess? I want to flip the bird to my boss. Yeah, get him, Jess. What, what, for? what has he done, Jess? Uh, just shitty management. I do housekeeping over at Vicky Point, and we just we never have anything we need, and then we get yelled at because we can't we can't do our job properly. But it's like, well, you need to give us what we need yeah, to do our job properly. You're so right, Jess. I feel like your boss deserves a a two handed bird flip. Are you ready? In three, Definitely. two, one, flip it up. You're getting flipped up, boss. I freaking hate you. I quit. <laughs> oh, oh wait, did you just quit? Yes, I'm planning, I'm rifled on for Monday and I'm going in and I'm quitting. Yes! Wow! I mean, Jess, I didn't know if you got too carried away then and regret that, but I mean, good on you, good Jess. On you. No, it's all planned out. Yes. Good on you, Jess. Uh, I hope he's listening in the car going, oh, wow. Well, okay, well, that was aggressive. Uh, Chris from Victoria, let's do one more. Hi, Chris. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. You ready to flip somebody off for us? The on-air bird? Oh, absolutely. Who you got for us? Taxes, mate. Oh. Taxes. Taxes. Up yours, taxes. I don't want to pay money. I pay enough already. Absolutely, Chris. I mean, do I need to ask why taxes? Because when you look at your post, oh, no. 100 hours this fortnight, and half of it goes to the government, and to get home, you're driving through pothole roads, and the roads are shit. It's, <laughs> oop, the roads are bad. Where are my taxes going? <laughs> the, bird. the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Quitting time, guys. Time to get out of here, Jim. Yeah, look, and just quickly, Nath, um, we just finished there with uh, some Shepherd Geronimo. Yep. That's a that's for our boy Tyson. Yes, massive fan of Shepherd. We got that request on for him. So Tyson Waggle, that one's for you, brother. I love you, man. We don't normally take requests. But... Look, you've got to be close, yeah. to us personally to get those sort of requests. Yeah. And uh... big Shepherd fan he is. So we've popped that on for yeah. him, and he loves it. Shout out to you, Tyson. Uh, uh, guys, the way we wrap up each and every show is with a show rating. A show rating from the people of Australia. Score out of ten. Doesn't matter how. Much of the show you've heard, uh, please welcome from Reedy Creek to rate the show out of 10, Grace. Hello, Grace. Hi. Uh, we're good, Grace. I mean, we're about to get out of here. Enjoy a bit of a Saturday. Um, uh, how much of the show have you heard today? Look, little bits and pieces, yep. but, you know, love you guys and everything, but didn't like the cook sentiment. Didn't? Okay. Oh, this didn't is like this. Had some like cooked enough. Like, come on. You want to like some fun festival stories or, you know. We, Grace, we completely agree. We wanted more cook stories. Um, I'm I'm sorry that a a guy I haven't spoke to in 20 years (laughs) called up and (laughs) it wasn't really a cook story. I was a child and I kicked a sandcastle. Not what we were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was a bit confusing, wasn't it, Grace? Look. That's, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think because of that, probably it's going to bring the rating down out of 10 today, Grace, if I'm honest. Look, you're giving, you're still getting the solid nine because I love you guys. But in saying that, though, you need to go back to nine to eleven because you're really messing up with my routine as well during the week. I've got no one to listen to coming home. So you, you're (laughs) one of the rare people that listens on weekend mornings and also late nights during the week. Yes, because I do hospital like shifts, so I'm everywhere. Okay, I mean she's everywhere. I mean, Grace, we've got to fill in with Abby Chatfield for a while. So we're doing seven to nine. Do you, do you want us to stick around and punch out another two hours after that? Well, look, it'd be nice. Even if it's just till 10 o'clock, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I can deal with that. Okay, just that's an hour. That's a good compromise. That's a compromise. That's a good We're compromise. compromise we'll meet in the, the middle. Show. Yeah. Meet in the middle. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll meet the <laughs> Are you thinking what Grace is going to do for us, Nate? Yeah, I was like, okay, well, what, yeah, what's on your end, Grace? Can we bump us up well, to nine and a half? Well, look, come to the Gold Coast and, we'll, you know, I'll give you dinner at the restaurant or whatever, and then we can go there. Free dinner sounds... Free, I thought she was going to say, come to the Gold Coast to hang out, mate, but I'll do it for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials at Jimmy and Nate and catch the show. Weekdays from 9pm across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or, if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss.